Hi, this is Aurora from the Educating All Learners Alliance. And today we're speaking to Sarah K. Blodgett for a deep dive into NOAA text. NOAA text is a method of displaying text that provides support to struggling and striving readers, those with dyslexia and English language learners. It's an evidence-based method that can be used with any font to improve readers' comprehension, fluency, and accuracy, and the benefits transfer to plain text reading. Sarah is the creator, founder, and CEO of NOAA Text, which was formally released in 2016. Her journey started 20 years ago while working with her own child who struggled with reading while receiving guidance from Dr. Miriam Cherkis-Jokowski, formerly of the University of Connecticut, an expert in learning and literacy. So thank you for joining us today, Sarah. Oh, thank you so much, Aurora, for having me. Well, let's dive right in. Tell us a little bit more about your organization and how did you get started? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, as indicated, my journey started 20 years ago, which I can't believe it's been that long. <laughs> with my son who struggled to learn to read. Uh, so essentially, back in the day, he was in a whole language program, which was memorizing words. And, it, you know, it wasn't structured literacy, unfortunately. So we were tutoring him at home with phonics, and he was still really struggling. So we turned to Dr. Miriam Cherkosz-Szolkowski at the University of Connecticut, who's very well known still as a diagnostician and consultant. So she recommended an explicit systematic linguistic program orienting him to rhyme patterns. So essentially, it was orienting him to patterns like at and cat, it and sit, you know, mastering those patterns and then moving on to more difficult patterns like ink and think and unk and trunk, and then, you know, mastering and, and moving on to multisyllabic words. So when he did this program, you know, it was phenomenal. It worked phenomenally and uh, it was concrete, common sense. And at the end, he was at a solid fourth, fifth grade reading level, but we discovered that he struggled with higher level reading and he wasn't fluent. And we discovered that a lot of kids get stuck at that fourth to fifth grade reading level. And essentially what happens is when they're reading higher level text, they'll come across words they don't know that readily and have to slow down, you know, stop, you know, break it into parts, sound it out and then move on. But if this is happening every, you know, 20 or so words, that's just fluency. That's choppy reading. It affects comprehension, you don't feel good about reading, and you know you check out of reading and you check out of school. And this can happen to kids that, that don't struggle early on. It's not just you know for kids that, that struggled from the beginning. So since I was so, you know, uh, intuitively, since I was so attuned to these patterns through working with Miriam and my son, I went into his higher level books and I segmented syllables and words I knew he would struggle with. I took a pencil and segmented syllables and he took off with it. You know, he got, you know, I enabled him to get over the hump of fluency. So I gave him training wheels. And when I did this, I thought, you know, we need to put this in books for, for other kids. This really, I thought it was a phenomenal tool. So this idea stayed with me for years. And then I, I contacted Miriam maybe about 10 years ago now. And, you know, I brought the idea to her and I said, what do you think of, of putting, you know, this a specialized text, you know, highlighting these patterns and words to help kids get over the hump of fluency? Is this crazy? Is this a crazy idea? And she said, no, I, I think it's a great idea and I totally will support you in any way. So before, you know, really jumping into this, I ended up doing tons of research. You know, I had done research before 
in literacy with my son. I did tons of research, but then I thought, you know, if I'm going to, you know, really put this out there, I, I need to dig deeper. So I came across all this cross-linguistic research, mainly out of Europe, you know, showing that English is a very, very deep language. 50% of our language is of foreign origin, so it's a melting pot language. We have adopted loan words from all over the world. So it takes, because of this, it takes our kids two to three times longer to learn to read compared to most other languages. We have two to three times the rate of dyslexia. We have a complex syllable structure. We don't have clear vowel identifiers like these other languages. In fact, in some countries like Finland, most kids start school knowing how to read because these patterns are so predictable. They have the ability to self-teach. Patterns pop. And, and they don't have the issues with phonological awareness like our kids have. And it's not a critical thing or an issue. So that informed how I developed NOAA text. So I, I realized that I need to keep words intact. And I also added a clear vowel identifier identifying the uh, long vowel similar to the acute accent mark. So essentially, NOAA text is simulating a predictable language, a predictable writing system. So kids and, and struggling readers have that ability to self-teach like other languages. Yeah, that idea that and some languages are more intuitive than others, in a sense, or I think predictability, that's the phrase you've used that really stood out to me. Noah text is very intuitive. It takes very little to point out to the student or the reader how to use it. They take right off with it. So that's a good word, intuitive. I like that. So who were some of the, the first users or who were the early adopters of Noah text? So when I released in 2016, I put it in a set of chapter books that I wrote, actually. It's a trilogy called The Mystical Years of Franklin Noah Peterson. And they've been actually popular with uh, middle school through all the way through adult readers. So I put it in these chapter books. And when I released them, immediately I found that the structured literacy teachers, the really highly trained literacy teachers, you know, Orton Gillingham trained, Wilson-trained teachers picked right up on them and started using them in reading clinics and schools. So that was very excited because to me, you know, they know literacy and here they were using it as a tool. And I was getting feedback, you know, we work with kids, having them mark these syllables and, you know, we've gone into books and, you know, highlighted these patterns with our students. So again, it really, it spoke to them and they use them alongside decodable text which is controlled readers, they'll use them beside them, or really as a tool after kids are out of those controlled readers. This enables them to apply and transfer their skills from a structured literacy program. So again, we started, you know, hearing, you know, for the first time, some of these adults and kids were able to read a full chapter book because it was in NOAA text. And then I also, it started getting picked up by prisons. Literacy is a very, very low, low illiteracy rates in prison. So I started doing professional development for prison educators. That's fantastic. I mean, talk about an underserved, overlooked population, right? right? Very, very much so. Yeah. We talked about kind of how you got started, but what's the future like? What are some big focus areas right now for your work with NOAA Text? So through my work with the prisons, I ended up starting to collaborate with a nonprofit called New Century Education Foundation. They provide K through 12 software curriculum for deeply underperforming students. So we started collaborating in 2019 with Michigan State University, whereby we put my trilogy of books into the New Century software and we developed lessons around each chapter. 
incorporating vocabulary work and comprehension work and, you know, things like that. Everything is into a text. And with this, this is a phenomenal group that we've developed. And through that work, we've done tons of research in prisons and in some schools as well. And we're continuing to do that research. We're focusing on that. We're disseminating that information. So that's one big thing as well, uh, getting the word out about some of my offerings. I now have the technology. I have free tools, conversion tools, whereby you can take plain text and put it into NOAA text, either by uploading Word documents or, you know, pasting it into a tool. And I also have a, a browser extension. So we're trying to get the word out about these free tools as well as publications that we have. And we really are big thing is expanding NOAA text into more products and, and more publications. You know, our ELA listeners were always kind of tuned into supporting students with disabilities, folks who learn differently. It's clear that NOAA text supports readers and folks with dyslexia, English language learners. Is, are there any other ways or any anything else we want to touch on in terms of how does this work support students with disabilities? Oh, that's a very good question. Many students with reading disabilities and, and that struggle have issues with working memory, whereby working memory is exasperated because of the complexity of English. So literally, when you hear kids and adults as well, that reading, you know, it, it exhausts me, it tires me out. Mm -hmm. We're finding that NOAA text, you know, alleviates that working memory issue. It alleviates the cognitive load that they're dealing with. So it provides stamina for them, enabling them to access text because we're showing, you know, structure within words. So essentially, NOAA text is an assistive technology tool, you know, enabling them to access text, read more fluently, taking that cognitive load off so they can comprehend what they're reading. But we're also showing a learning that it's a teaching tool. It's giving students a strategy to tackle these unknown words. You know, they're, they're seeing structure broken down in NOAA text, and then this transfers over into plain text reading. So it's enhancing their overall reading skill to plain text. So it's exciting. Yeah. So even if you are not necessarily diagnosed with a print-based disability or a reading-learning difference, there's a lot of ways that NOAA text can help you, regardless of whether or not you have a learning difference or a diagnosed learning difference. It really kind of makes reading more accessible for everybody, it sounds like. Yeah. If you're struggling with higher level text, yeah, decoding, NOAA text certainly will help for sure. That's what we're finding. We've definitely touched on this, but I want to dive in a little deeper into there are a lot of issues in education right now. What do you think is the biggest issue in education that NOAA Org is combating or working with? All right. So like you mentioned, it's more than just people with learning disabilities. You know, we provide a safety net for the millions of struggling readers that are out there. So it, it, it expands way more than people with reading disabilities. So per the NAEP, only 33% of fourth graders read proficiently sure. and only 31% of eighth graders read proficiently. And according to the Barbara Bush Foundation, 54% of U.S. adults read below the sixth grade reading level. So that's a lot of people that need support to access higher level reading. A lot of issues stem from people not getting the appropriate curriculum early on in their learning. And luckily, more structured literacy is being taught in schools. So that is making a difference, but we have a long way to go. So NOAA Text is another tool that complements structured literacy and that can help bring structure, you know, 
showing structure to words within text. So it supports that. And there are 470,000 English words. Wow, I never, <laughs> never thought of that, but yeah. There's a lot. And so even if you are in a good structured literacy program, like my son was, in the end, a lot of students and individuals still need further support. And also studies show that students are exposed to 10,000 new words in print each year from fifth grade on. So as they're dealing with their academic text, you know, think about new words, you know, those tier three words like photosynthesis, osmosis, you know, that they've never been exposed to. If you're a struggling reader and you're getting 10,000 new words every year in print, that's exhausting. It's overwhelming if you struggle. So again, that's where, you know, NOAA text can help that issue. <laughs> that is huge. Yeah. So how do you make this available to more people and more students? Well, we're trying to develop more partnerships. That's a the real, real big thing for us. We would like to see NOAA text in reading platforms and in print books. Oftentimes, I have people say to me they'd like to see a NOAA text section in the library, just like large print books. Yeah, I love that. Just like another option for accessibility or adaptability. What kind of difficulties have you run into? You know, when you learn to read, you want to be able to read whatever you want. So choice, that's a big thing. <laughs> we do have a collection of books and it is expanding, but it's never enough. If someone wants to read Harry Potter and they want to know a text, we don't have it in Harry Potter. We don't have it in Percy Jackson. So we really need to, it needs to be everywhere and in everything. That's how we see it. There needs to be choice for students. And another thing I should add, Noah Text does work with audio tools like TextHelp, and scanning pens, which complement it as well. But going back to the publications that we do have, you mm -hmm. have some of the great classics like Call of the Wild, the original Boxcar Children, and we do work with some smaller publisher like the Green Kids Club and the Man Dash. That's exciting. But we really want to get more out there. So there's choice. Yeah. Well, we're talking about things that have been challenging, but what about successful? What's worked for you? What's working so far? So one of the best things I did is I formed an advisory board. You know, through the years, I've met some wonderful, wonderful people, seasoned ed tech professionals, publishing executives, you know, literacy experts that have come together to help advise me. That's helped me, you know, develop the tech access and, and get the research done on NOAA text. You know, so we're a mission-driven organization. People involved find it to be a labor of love. Putting together that advisory board was wonderful. That was the best thing I've done. <laughs> yeah, and having the collective genius, right? right exactly. Yeah. In trust. I've heard they've been called a brain trust before. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> what lessons have you learned along the way? I mean, we spoke about some of it, but lessons learned. So you have to be patient. Mm. You have to be patient. Um, uh, I've had a lot of little wins and they're adding up and that's very exciting, but it's a journey. It's a It's a journey. Yeah. How can folks stay involved? How can people get informed and stay in touch with the work going on at your org? Okay. Well, we have two upcoming webinars that you and I are doing mm -hmm. in October. The first one will be with Lisa Bigney from Rhode Island Tutorial and Educational Services. She's a co-director of that organization, and she's a highly trained literacy Orton Gillingham teacher. In that webinar, we're going to be presenting our free tools 
and demonstrate them so that teachers and parents and students can access them, as well as show some of our research that we've collected and uh, success stories. And then I think at the end of October, where the second one is going to be with New Century Education Foundation. And um, I think one of the researchers from MSU, so our audience can see the software that we've developed. We've had phenomenal success stories with what we've done. So it's exciting. So I do ask your listeners to spread the word. I would love for a large school district to start using my tools and see what books would, you know, they'd like their students to have in NOAA text and pass that along to publishers. You know, we want to see these books in NOAA text. And they can go onto my website as well and see what we're up to. Well, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sarah. Oh, well, thanks so much for having me. I so appreciate it. It's been wonderful having you. Well, that's it, everybody. To learn more, check out their website at noatech.com. I'm Aurora from ELA, and this was the Deep Dive with Noah Tech.